0: If you've ever said or thought, I wish my employees knew what to do without me specifically telling them what to do every single time, then this episode is just for you. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place. Feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So if we've done a good job, we have a mission statement, a vision statement, we have established core values, and these things are fantastic at providing high-level information, which is great for overarching endeavors and initiatives and goals. Um, It's fantastic for everybody on board in the company, especially your employees, to know like, where are we going? What are we trying to accomplish? Why are we here? And what are our values? Like, what are the rules? Those are fantastic, and they provide employees some great information for overarching um, goals. Um, Having established processes and procedures are fantastic for giving instructions on a specific task. Um, So if we were taking a road trip, we could say we're driving from L.A. to New York. We have our, our vision statement done. We know where we're going. We're driving from L.A. to New York. And if we have procedures written, we could say here's a procedure for how we fill up the gas tank. But everything else between those super high arching, overarching um, explanations and descriptions, and, the, and everything aside from that, and everything aside from very specific procedures, which are written for very individual tasks to be done or processes to be followed, um, everything else is left for the employee to figure out without much instruction. Um, on day to day tasks and processes that they're following, um, if they don't have a written procedure, and the overarching high-level vision and mission and core values things aren't applicable. Now I get that uh, core values be applicable and everything, but if the mission and vision, like you know, where are we going, overarching, uh, is not applicable to what I'm doing right this minute, um, the employees are often not armed to make good decisions. So, um, I developed a thing a few years ago called a few years ago called primary functions, and I have to tell you it's probably the most beneficial training tool. I've ever come up with or used. Um, The idea here is to give the employees the knowledge to make good decisions so that they can be autonomous. They can make good decisions without me having to tell them specifically what to do and why all the time. Um, What I want them to know is like without any other information, here are the most important things to pay attention to. So if you don't have a written procedure, and this doesn't apply to our overarching goals of where we're going in 10 years. Here are the criteria by which to make decisions. Here's the most important things to pay attention to. So uh, primary uh, indicates that we're talking about one thing. I recommend folks come up with a list of three to five primary functions. Um, I just wrote a book and the editor said, this is really driving me crazy. You can only have one primary function. And I said, well, that's kind of the point with each one of these things is I could make a case for each one of these three to five things that this is the most important thing we do. So for example, um, obviously your trade or your craft is one of these. So if you're a carpet cleaning company, um, obviously cleaning carpets could be a compelling argument can be made that cleaning carpets is the most important thing you do. And I think we'd all pretty easily get behind that. I think that's one that uh, your employees would, you know, uh, intuitively like get on board with, like we, we get it. You can't be a great carpet cleaning company if you don't in fact clean carpets, right? We we all get that. But what about a carpet cleaning company that has a fleet of 20 vehicles that their employees are driving? I would imagine that if you talk to those 20 business owners, they would say, it could be that the most important thing we do is pre- uh, preventing or avoiding accidents, Our number one liability is a fleet of vehicles being driven by 20 people a day. Um, And if they T-bone a a SUV that, you know, with a family in it or something like that, that's bad. Um, Or if we get in the habit of wrecking vehicles or we get in the habit of staining carpet or we get in the habit of scratching uh, floors or damaging customers' property. Um, Or we can't get insurance because we have too many claims for our vehicles or for liability, uh, you know, damage to customers, property, whatever. Um, I'll bet you if you talk to those business owners, they would say you could make a pretty compelling case that preventing and avoiding accidents is the most important thing we do. Um, However, I'll bet you if you ask their employees if they what the most important thing they they do is uh, accident prevention would not intuitively come to mind for the vast majority of the employees. Most employees would say the most important thing we do is carpet cleaning, period, end of story, or collect checks, you know, collect money. Um, Probably, or, or having technical knowledge, that would probably be what the employees would say. And that's exactly why we need to develop these primary functions for them, because they won't know in many cases, unless we tell them, they're not business owners, they're not CPAs, they're not attorneys, they're not insurance experts. They don't know in some cases, they don't have the ability to know what the impact is always for these things. So, um, for many companies, their your number one liability, whatever that is, uh, probably protecting that liability or or mitigating it or um, removing opportunity for that to to sting you, um, probably is a primary function. You could make a very compelling case that the most important thing that carpet cleaning company does is avoid accidents. Uh, if you can't get insurance, and you can't get to the job site, and you can't have employees drive your vehicles because they have too many points on their record or whatever. You can't be a good carpet cleaning company. You just can't. It doesn't, if you don't have insurance, you can't, you can't be the best carpet cleaning company in town. That's just how it works. Um, Other companies might choose their competitive advantage. So for example, a company I used to be uh, an owner of, um, our number one competitive advantage, we were in an industry where communication was horrendous. Our number one competitive advantage was was great communication. And so that was one of our primary functions. That was, I could make an argument that the most important thing we did was communicate well. Because if we didn't communicate well, our customers would have no compelling reason to call us instead of Brand X. So our three um, uh, primary functions for that company were that the trade we, you know, the craft we did, the, the, the skills we provided, technical skills accident prevention. Cause we had a very large fleet of vehicles. We had, you know, 40 something vehicles and communication. Those were our three. Now I'm not suggesting they be your three. Obviously the craft or trade you, you know, you, you perform that is, uh, likely to be one of yours. You can't be a very good carpet cleaning company if you don't clean carpets, right. Uh, for many folks, again, whatever liability is yours, your greatest one would be a good one. And, um, but you don't have to pick those. You can pick whatever you want. Um, some folks have uh, different different needs, but the point is the employees won't know necessarily if you don't tell them. Um, and the, the way to go about developing this is just to ask yourself, what are the things that you could argue each are the most important thing we do? Uh, what could you say? If we don't get this right, nothing else matters. Uh, what, are the, what are the things that come to mind when I say, you know, if you don't get this one thing right? nothing else matters. So that's um, that's kind of where you start. And then you figure out your list of three to five. So we can't have a list of 12. Nobody's going to pay attention to that. And it can't just be one thing. It's, you know, for most folks um, in service industries, we default to believing our technical knowledge in whatever trade or craft we are doing is the most important thing. Well, it's one of the most important things. Uh, again, I would argue that our customers, in most cases, again, using a carpet cleaning company as example, our customers are not going to come by in, into the into the room seven weeks after we leave and inspect the carpet cleaning, get it on their hands and knees, and like really check and see how good the technical work was. Um, they're not going to go out and inspect an HVAC, a new air conditioning unit, or a new heat pump. They're not going to go out and ex- inspect that stuff a month after you've installed it to, to admire the workmanship they're not going to check the catalytic converter or the new muffler you put on their car like this, this is just not how people are wired they expect you know what you're doing so yes that's one of the the primary functions for sure but it's not the end all be all um i would argue that, that it's it's tied for first best case scenario um i would put you know again i would i would argue that accident prevention for many companies is is probably as important as the technical knowledge. So once we figure out what they are, again, three to five things is what I would recommend. Then we got to figure out how much training is it going to take to get our team fluent in this? Now, depending on what your three are and how intuitive it is that your employees are going to know this stuff and how big your team is and how likely they are to support these ideas and all that kind of stuff, you'll have to figure out like, what's a reasonable amount of time for me to train this stuff. But we need to train it until they are fluent in it and you can ask them what these primary functions are and they can explain what they are and more importantly, explain why they are. Um, and then you just get to train it some more. This is not something that you're going to uh, train for a month and and then be done. That's not how this works, um, especially if you're hiring on a regular basis. Um, this has to become just part of the regular conversation. So uh, I would recommend um, you know when you develop these things do it with your team, do it alone, however you want to develop them, it's up to you. But once you know what these three to five things are, then we need to really put a plan in place to train them. And whether that's weekly, um, twice a month, once a month, whatever your 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 schedule is and how big your team is, um, you can figure out what makes sense. But we have to get to the point within a reasonable amount of time, you know, a month, 90 days, whatever, six months, um, in which you can ask your team individually and collectively what are our primary, you know, I, I would always ask, what's one of our primary functions? Um, and then somebody would name that off and, okay, why does that one matter? And then we'd go around the room and we explain why it mattered. And then I'd say, okay, what's, what's another one of our primary functions? Somebody would rattle it off and then we'd, why does that one matter? Um, and we, we just drilled it and drilled it and drilled it and drilled it until it was uh, something they were just fluent in. And I got to tell you, it changed our entire company culture and our behaviors. Once they knew... Um, these are the things that really matter again. So accident prevention is a great example. Um, you wouldn't intuitively know that if you're an employee at a carpet cleaning company, wouldn't come to mind if you're the person out doing the work. Once somebody says, Hey, accident prevention is like the most important thing we do. And you explain why, like, you know, we can't get insurance and you can't have a company. That's how it works. It makes perfect sense. Once you connect the dots, it's just not something that we're likely to, to intuitively come up with on our own. If we're the person who's not dealing with insurance. I mean, how many of your employees are outbring and revenue really are involved in your insurance process? Probably not very many. So, um, once they get it, 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 and we make it like, you know, top of mind, Hey, this is the stuff that matters. If you don't have any other information to make decisions upon, keep in mind that the trade we are providing the craft we do is the most important thing, but so is accident prevention. And in my, my example, so is communication. These are the three things. If you have no other information, these are the three things to focus on. If you keep these three things in mind and you're making decisions based upon these as a priority, you're probably in good shape. You're probably making good choices. So once they're armed with that, they are able to make much better choices than if we just let them uh, decide on their own what the most important things are. And sometimes they're going to be right and sometimes they're going to be wrong. So it's on us to, to explain that stuff. So again, um, the first thing to do for, this is pretty simple. The first step in this case is, Just figure out what are the three to five things that you could say for your company, this one thing is the most important thing we do. This one thing is the most important thing. If we get this wrong, nothing else matters. So again, our mission and vision and values and uh, statements and the core values, developing all that, that's all fantastic. Procedures and processes are absolutely necessary. There's no question, but primary functions can give the employees the best, most applicable knowledge to make good decisions uh, when those other things don't apply. So what are the three to five things that you could say, you could make a compelling argument are the single most important thing you do. So that's it for this episode. Uh, again, uh, please share this podcast with a friend or a colleague who's, in a, who's a business owner in a service industry. Um, sure like to, to um, help some other folks out. Give us a rating review if you haven't had time. If you have had time, I thank you for that a lot. It's uh, awesome. You guys have had, had uh, done that for us. And uh, that's it for this week. And I'll talk to you all next week.